0: Greetings, church family, and welcome to our midweek elder teaching time. Uh, We as the elders truly miss getting together on a weekly basis and and getting to see a church, hang out with you, pray with you. And we want you to know that we're available if if there's needs or things that we need to do, um, or if you need someone to pray with you or share with you, or or if anything comes up, we are available. Uh, This last couple weeks, uh, in my time in the word, I came across one of Jesus' parables that has really challenged me. And it's the parable uh, found in Matthew 18 of the unmerciful servant. And um, let's just go ahead and read that now. Again, Matthew 18, verses 21 through 35. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him, and since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. The servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay you back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go when the servant went out he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii he grabbed him and began to choke him pay back what you owe me he demanded his fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him be patient with me and i will pay you back but he refused instead he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt when the other servants saw what had happened they were greatly distressed and went and told their master everything that had happened then the master called the servant in you wicked servant he said i canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as i had on you in anger his master turned him over to the jailer to be tortured until he should pay back all that he owed this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart so let's break this down a little bit it begins with Peter asking a question of Jesus. He says basically, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me, up to seven times? In the commentaries I read, uh, the tradition at the time by the Pharisees and by the uh, the, uh, synagogue was three times. So maybe Peter thought he was being generous by saying seven times. Uh, But what was the real heart behind Peter's question? It really wasn't how many times. The real question was, when can I be done forgiving? When can I decide to stand in judgment on somebody? Um, Jesus' response, of course, answers that question. Because Jesus says, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. And again, some translations say seven times, 70 times, or 490 times. Now, Jesus wasn't actually giving a number. Basically, what he was saying is Infinity you need to keep forgiving. There's no exact number. It is an unending process that we need to do. And that's when Jesus leads to the parable and jumps in and tells the story of the unmerciful servant. And as we read, there's some key characters within this story. There's the king, the master. There's the first servant who owes 10,000 talents. There's the second servant who owes 100 denarii. And then there's the other servants that are just kind of the, uh, the, the observers of what's going on. The first interaction is the king with uh, the first servant who owes 10,000 denarii. Uh, it's debated how much 10,000 denarii is, but it's thought to be millions of dollars. The key with this is uh, the king was rightfully settling accounts. We don't know what the debt was from. We don't know whether he made bad business investments. We don't know whether he borrowed money from the king. Bottom line is he owed a tremendous amount of money. In essence, it was not gonna be paid back. It was such a huge amount, it was an unpayable debt. It was the king's right and it was fair to therefore sell him, sell his wife, sell his children, sell his property to fulfill that debt. Um, You don't even get the sense that there was an anger initially on the king's part. He was just basically um, settling the accounts that were owed to him. And how did the king respond the king responded by forgiving his debt it said the servant's master took pity on him and canceled the debt and let him go so even though the first servant owed a tremendous amount of money and he was begging for more time to be able to work harder work longer the king actually was even more generous than that he canceled the debt meaning he didn't the first servant didn't have to work longer hours he didn't have to figure out how to pay that debt at, that, how to pay that debt back He was free, free from the debt, free to go, free to not be under that burden. And by the way, neither his wife nor his kids nor his stuff was being sold. So what was his response? But when the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him 100 denarii, grabbed him and began to choke him, pay back what you owe me. Now 100 denarii was not nothing. 100 denarii uh, was probably about uh, three to four months of wages. Um, And it's even okay if he, was trying to settle his debts, but that's not the way he went about it. Basically, he went out and found him and then began to choke him. Um, that servant, in verse 29, falls to his knees and say, be patient with me and I will pay you back. By the way, that's pretty much the exact same thing that the first servant had said in verse 26. He fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. So the second servant, asked him the same or the same request that he had asked of the master but what was his response he refused and had him thrown in prison until the debt was paid back well there's another group here and that's the other servants who were paying attention to what was going on and they went and talked to their master the king and told him what was going on and the king responded fairly justifiably i think uh, pretty intensely. The master called the servant in and said, you wicked servant, I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? And I think that's the key question that that the master is asking. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servants just as I had on you? And I would even say maybe a stronger question would be, shouldn't you have had even a greater mercy on your fellow servant who owed you? little bit when you've been forgiven so much Um, and Jesus ends this parable by saying in verse 35 that this is how your Heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from your heart and also to tie in earlier in the chapter of Matthew in the Sermon on the Mount in uh, chapter 6 verse 35 I'm sorry chapter 6 verse 14 Jesus ends by saying, "For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your heavenly Father will not forgive you. You will not forgive you." These are pretty bold statements, and I would say there's no wiggle room. And Jesus is taking this incredibly serious. Um, let's talk about the characters a little bit. Clearly, God is represented by the king. And God is going to settle accounts. And our debt, our sin, our failures are even greater than the first servants. The first servants owed 10,000 denarii. We have a debt that we can't pay. We have all fallen short of what God expects of us by our pride, by dishonesty, by a variety of different sins that separate us from God. We cannot pay that debt. God fills that gap with Jesus. He takes on our dirty rags and gives us his pure white robes. We deserve death and eternal separation, and he gives us life through Christ as adopted sons and daughters. The unmerciful servant is potentially us. The heart of Peter's question is, how long do I need to tolerate someone's poor behavior? How long do I need to tolerate those people that sin against me? When can I wash my hands of them? When can I stand in judgment? Um, As that servant did, do we sometimes go looking for people who owe us debts to hold them accountable uh, to what they've harmed us or how they've hurt us or whatever they've done? We frequently want justice for others even though we want mercy for ourselves. How should we respond? Well, we really don't have a choice because Jesus commands us that we are to forgive as god has forgiven us but i would argue in our relationship with our church with our friends with our families uh in the workplace in our communities we should be responding out of joy because of what we've been forgiven are we doing it are we responding in that way are we choosing to recognize the unpayable price that god has paid for us the debt that we could not pay which he has paid And do we recognize that? And does it make us generous? Does it make us easy to forgive? Does it make us full of joy? Does it make us able to recognize, whether it's a brother or sister in Christ, or in our family or a friend, that we have been forgiven much, we need to be quick to forgive. We, as a church, and as followers of Christ, must look different. That's how the world will see that we are different. There's a a great person in the book of John that says, a new commandment I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you shall love one another. And this is how they will know that you are my disciples, is how we love one another. So, my church family, how we live, how we love, the recognition that we are sinners saved by grace and grace alone, and it's only through Christ we have been saved, should make us hopeful, should make us generous, and should make us merciful. And that's my prayer for us all as a church. So let me pray with you. Father God, we just again thank you for this day. Thank you for this evening, Lord. We just thank you that you are a great God who loves us so much. God, we thank you for the mercy that you have shown to us. We thank you for the gift of Christ, for paying our debt that we could not pay. God, we just pray that you would teach us to be quick to love, quick to to serve, and quick to forgive, Lord. Thank you for who you are and all you do in our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining. Good night.